0: Welcome to another episode of the Televoid. I'm your host, Mark Kate Elliot, and I'm usually joined by Latoya, but she's out with internet issues. Um, but this week I am joined by our special returning guest Kelly Fitzgerald. Hi, hey, hi. thanks for having me back. <laughs> oh, no problem. And uh, we're, we're going from expert to expert because <laughs> we watched Murder She Wrote with Kuneva last week, who's an expert on Murder She Wrote, and now we're watching Do No Harm, and we're watching with an expert on all things Stephen Pasquale. <laughs> Um, so we watched Do No Harm, season one, episode 13, This Is How It Ends, which is the series slash season finale that was abrupt and pointless, and believe me, when we get into it, you're gonna be like, what, I mean, I'm personally, I'm like, why is this the ending of it? Like, nothing, this is not, this is not a finale of a show. This is just an episode of a show, and it happened to end at the same time, because, I mean, we did, obviously, film this, we'll get into all the logistics of how the show failed immediately and and flagrantly. (laughs) Immediately. But, like... It is baffling that this is a series finale of the show. We've watched other things where it was abrupt, but this is like This
1: is very it is very abrupt. abrupt. I do feel like maybe they were gonna resolve everything in episode fourteen. It's not like yeah, it's
0: not like the stuff we've watched that was cancelled with knowing it was only a thirteen episode order, I think they definitely thought they were going to get another thirteen episodes, and or then like the back
1: nine or something, something, like that.
0: and then at least another season. So right. they definitely did not end. This is this oh, is like I don't know where it would have gone. <laughs> they season. kind of wrap up the whole right. premise immediately. They Wrap it
1: up in a way that's completely unsatisfying. Yes, just like you always
0: <laughs> wanted out of a serialized drama. But yeah. uh, so so, I think we should just jump right in because we have Let's so many things to talk about, There's and a lot. I think that the stuff that. That we can talk about, like the production-wise stuff, is also fascinating. So we'll wait till maybe the end towards that, but it'll kind of come up as it, as necessary because this is so poorly produced as well. <laughs> like I have so many problems of like I don't think they did a lot of takes or anything because it feels very like everyone's in there. There's some good actors in this, like right, stage are...
1: actors that are famous for great. Like Stephen first Pasquale, time it takes. I mean, even Felicia Rashad is yeah. like a very you know seasoned, very very well known, awarded actress. Stephen Pasquale, Michael Esper, Lin Manuel Miranda. Is I mean, I lasted like two minutes before bringing up the fact that Lin Manuel Miranda is in this show. He's not in this episode though. I'm I'm glad Sorry. of that because <laughs> I don't know if I could have handled that. Like
0: it's it's upsetting enough to see like other people I enjoy in this show, which is only two of them, or three, I guess, if you count Cromwell, but, like, it's especially upsetting to, even just in the previous leads when he shows up, you're just like, no, you're so much better than this, and this is clearly a paycheck for everybody here, and good for them, they they got their money, made some great mortgage payments afterwards, good for you guys, but, like, it's just, like, super hard to deal with, because you're like, these people are very capable of acting, in 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 theater especially, so they're good at like the first time takes. But I just there's something about like the way it was filmed or the I way think it was also shot. The
1: material is very like you know some sometimes you can rise above a crap storyline or like something that doesn't really make sense. But like there is literally nowhere to go with no. this storyline. It's like, brutal, and you need a lot of suspension of disbelief. But especially. For this, okay, so the, can we talk about the premise? Should yeah, we, we should that? say okay. Right. First of all, if you if you don't know what
0: what show we're talking about, the Do No Harm show. You might know it as other name, Dr. Hands, which I know myself having listened to Douglas movies, religiously, that's what they called it there, but I think that was kind of notorious
1: amongst a lot of people. It was. Like, there were, there were pictures of it all over the New York City subway, because, like, you know, it was like a big winter I'll, I'll link premiere. The, I'll link
0: in the notes, too. You'll, when yeah. you see what we're talking about, it's like there's no other way to right. take it. It's a, it's a dude with a right. double face on his it hands.
1: It was a big winter premiere. Like, NBC obviously poured a fair amount of money into advertising for it. It doesn't show. Oh, but no. they did. <laughs> <laughs> and but like what premieres in the winter? On NBC. Like yeah. NBC was kind of on the down. This was in two thousand thirteen. Yeah, so this it was is, like this them
0: really digging the hole yeah, hard and
1: fast. It's basically the Doctor Jekyll and Mr. Hyde story. Right. Um, with a quote unquote modern twist. I'm still waiting for what the twist was because it Uh, wasn't. even- I mean, the twist was. Let's not ruin it. Okay, we won't ruin it. We'll wait to the end. So I don't know that it's possible to be ruined. If you're familiar with Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde, it's just the multiple personality
0: thing. Essentially, is the twist here? But
1: let's get into this time thing. So,
0: like, so uh, the premise of the show is that Ian Price is the alter ego of
1: Jason. Doctor Jason. Jason Jason Cole. Cole.
0: Which made me mad, because when I said to you, well, wait, why isn't it, like, D, J, and M, H? Right. Yeah. No, they didn't bother with anything like no. that sophisticated. They did not. Yeah, there are other parts that are just, like, a complete ripoff of their- Like, it's- it's- fra- it's- it's, like, the one thing they could have slam dunk. It's stupid, but it would have been- at least it they made more sense. They could have come up with better names. Like, how hard would it have been to just be Doctor something? I mean, I guess because it's a doctor, it has a beginning that but I know, it's-, it's- it's infuriating. <sighs> if it's so based, it's so entrenched in Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. They should at least make his name the, the same or similar, or something. Right. Like, come what on. were their
1: first names? Doctor Jekyll. Because uh... his first name
0: wasn't Doctor.
1: Right? Well,
0: I know that, but let's see. I want to say it was know. like James Hyde, right? I don't know. Maybe that's what. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they did actually. Go to oh, Henry can... Jekyll. Henry Jekyll. Still not right then. No.
1: Edward Hyde. Edward so it's Hyde. still
0: not even close, right? Like, at least make them make them Edward and Henry. They could be different last names or something or right. something. Those are
1: very old-fashioned names, though.
0: Well, Hank, just call him Hank. I don't know. Oh my
1: god, <laughs> Doctor Hank Cole. Yeah, I'd be totally in it. okay. So, so
0: we, wait a minute. All right, let's. Have we just uncovered the fact that Royal Pains was secretly a Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde? Oh my god, <laughs> so... did you go there? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so... Right, that's something.
1: File that away.
0: <laughs> yes. Um. <laughs> he does. He lives in New York, and then his alter
1: ego is, is in the Hamptons. There's something wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. continue. Okay. So the episode opens... He, like, oh, and, it kills people. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, continue. This <laughs> episode opens with Dr. Jason Cole. hmm Trying to have a surgery to remove his alter ego, Ian Price. Uh, so we we skipped over the time bit, which okay. I well, because it's, it, the surgery is like based on like the time, because they have to have it done. It's before, nighttime when
0: they're doing it, right?
1: Or it's before nighttime. It was when before night. They're
0: doing it. Really, you should be doing it, like, this the morning of, Like, every surgery
1: I've ever had has it's happened early at, like, in the 6 in the morning. Right. But this one was happening at, like, 7 at night. So, I don't know. <laughs> which, like... which we're about to get to. It's really bad <laughs> timing.
0: And there are several factors that go into it. But still, like, they did not plan enough extra timing for it to be a thing. Right. But so did... either way, it's happening at a specific time during the day. And he's trying to get this, this alter ego removed. But the problem here is that, like, I didn't know, having only seen this one episode, and you only informed me, like, t- like a third of the way in. And yeah. they don't even get to the actual, like, you know, premise-premise until, like, two-thirds of the way. Because, spoiler alert, at, two, at 8.25 every night, he turns into this person. And now, that may sound, compre- like, laughably incredible for anyone to be like, okay... He turns into Dr. Jekyll Buser He makes the transformation at 825. 825. Why how why is that so arbitrary? There's no reason for and I it. I honestly
1: don't remember if like now that I'm thinking about it, maybe the thing at the end of the episode happened at 825, but it was daylight. No, it was daylight. But okay, but the to- said eight twenty six. That's it! What? The Tate on the tombstone said eight twenty six. I thought it said eight twenty eight. No, eight twenty-five. Gonna...
0: He died. He did. You're right. <gasps> oh, oh God guys, God, you guys, guys! This is out. just like. But the pro- the, re- the reason why we'll get to the-, the reason why this makes sense, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> okay, is also wrong. That's why it's so important that it's that day, even though it's not August. Okay, okay, all right. We'll get back. So... Table that for now, guys. But right. essentially, he he changes it at eight twenty-five. N- you never really are given a reason. We just had to make that up in our right. brain. Like exactly. they, they never point this, that it out. It might really. just be
1: arbitrary. Like I think it, honestly, it's, it's it might not be. Like I'm gonna write a letter. <laughs> we could ask Pestoel on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try it. Uh, go right to the source. Right. I don't well, know if he
0: has any idea. We'll just go but, right to the source. So so basically, it's just the concept of like change, like becoming a different person at exactly eight twenty six, eight twenty five in eight twenty six, like why 8.25, 25 26 i mean we know now that okay spoiler alert there is a subtle reason why but that might not be it it has to be cuz why else would it basically <laughs> like, why else would it be that day it's too huge a coincidence That's true. That's but like true. i have a harder time with understanding
1: why that time like why would it only be a certain time of day it's and also like what i said was like what happens if he's in a different time zone like, how does his butt does there questions? If he's in Los Angeles, does he turn into Ian at five twenty five in the like, I think so. I think so. Yeah. And if not, he's doing a huge disservice by not if becoming a flight is, attendant and he's right. always circling the globe. If someone has watched more of this or has a deeper <laughs> meaning, please I hope they let haven't. us know. I really hope <laughs> they have not, because I feel bad for that person. I mean, I, this, You've got a reason to I speak. watched this episode twice today, mm-hmm. and I watched. I did not watch it first go round. sorry, but yeah. Oh, yeah. God. All so, right. so he's having this surgery. Right. Meanwhile, his... Love interest. Jason's love interest. Yeah, not Ian. Ian not Ian's play love with interest. That. Well,
0: eh. it, Jason's. Jason's love is- fuck interest, basically. Right, right. No,
1: no, sorry. Ian's fucking interest. Ian is trying to fuck this girl. Jason Jason's is trying, trying to marry her. Marry her. Yeah, her that's on. good. Yeah. She has a boyfriend when the season starts. I don't remember what happens to He's her. He's also,
0: spoiler alert, as Ian has a wife and a kid, which I didn't know about either. They're not married.
1: Oh, well, has a, yeah. has a girlfriend
0: and a kid. Or right. A baby mom right. and a kid. So,
1: a serious relationship I mean, doctor, and a kid. Dr. <laughs> Dr. Lena Solis is going over Jason's
0: CAT scans? Yeah, I think or, she gets a hold of his... Basically, of the x-rays of his brain. Or right. MRI Because he's supposed...
1: Everyone in the hospital thinks he's having this surgery to have a tumor removed. That's no. why he's been acting so weird. Okay. I had questions about this, too, which I didn't
0: really get into because I knew we could talk about it now. If someone's acting... Like, if someone's behaving crazy at a hospital... They're not going to, like, like do favors for him to get... Like, I mean, obviously they're going to try and help him out if he's, like, seriously disturbed or something. Right. But he's not going to be, like, still going to work every day. Like, did they already intervene at that point and, like, take him off the floor? No. So this doesn't make sense to me. Like, look... I mean,
1: basically I'm glad this isn't a real hospital. Exactly! Right yeah, is what I'm saying. This is also a spoiler <laughs> set in Philadelphia. Set in Philadelphia. Yeah. It so it's, like, near and dear to my... And, and my heart.
0: <laughs> but, but so, um, it's, it's, it's a hard time for me to, like... Understand that they would let somebody be in a hospital, let somebody be seriously disturbed based on his behavior, because apparently he's been being a crazy person. Like he's been killing people. They don't necessarily know that, but right. they know he's been shady and weird and like right. but acerbic like, and creepy. But
1: only the premise of this is like he had only the night step (laughs) he had it under control and he only worked day shifts because at 825 he turns into a crazy person so again (laughs) I can I go
0: back to the fact that when I said to you earlier I cannot handle the fact that a a large portion of this show is based around work schedules yeah because literally a huge fact. you said to me that they they pretend it's because he's diabetic right and he can't work at night yeah but like how crazy is it that like a huge premise is like I gotta get out of I gotta
1: get out Work before eight, otherwise right. stuff's gonna get real. Like that's a, that's a, that's stupid. I know, and like if I was like a new intern coming in and being like, why does that guy get to leave every night before eight? And like, also,
0: like that's way too arbitrary a thing. Like if you're if you're that serious about like you know leaving, first of all, you should not go in. <laughs>
1: you should not, you be, should a not be a doctor
0: of all things because you're. You're always surrounded by... You're you're putting people's lives in danger... I don't
1: honestly... During even, the day, too. I don't too. even know how he got through medical school. Right! <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> because, like, how did he do rotations? Like... This guy should be, like, a, a truck driver or some kind of, like... Right. ...profession where you can make your own hours, Anything more or Anything a doctor. And... Or, like, work from home and, like... He should be, like, barely scraping it together. Right. And instead he's, like, this, like, dignified doctor who wears suits to work and, like, right. has it together and, like... Has girlfriends and seems like a, a cool, like right. chill guy. Even but, though I've only seen the one but, episode, but But,
1: Ian is sexier than Jason.
0: <laughs> well, well, we don't really
1: know that until he starts like, creeping out. I guess at okay. first it's like, like under in the wraps. series. I would say Ian is sexier than Jason overall. <gasps> God. So, Doctor Lena Solis like figures out that Jason doesn't have this tumor. So, yeah, he has tricked every, not tricked everybody. Everyone is under the assumption
0: that he's got a tumor. Now, the person that was originally helping him was Lynn Manuel Miranda. Lynn Manuel Miranda. He was killed by Ian because he didn't want him to get close to his brain. But it's okay. Lynn landed on his
1: feet. Yeah. <laughs> Good for
0: you, Lynn. Congratulations Good for you. Yes. Um like Didn't he tell me like didn't he like get a genius grant like as he was leaving this show basically? Well no, like, he
1: got the MacArthur Junior, Genius Grant this year. Okay, but, but still it's only two years different Right. He did talk this about This is twenty thirteen. Right. He did about. talk about how he had so much downtime on this show that he worked on Hamilton a lot. So, so thanks, thanks this show. Thanks this show for giving And it Lynn. was set in
0: Philadelphia, so it let him be in Philadelphia, which obviously Hamilton wasn't set all in Philadelphia, although there were certain scenes that were just to be like, you know, inspired by being in The Constitutional in Convention was exactly. in Philadelphia, right? So there, right, right? Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> and there are certain scenes that are, if they're not there, they're talked about as if, you know, I, I right. think it helped him to be in another place that. It had a lot of of history, history. Mm -hmm. and it didn't do a lot. Didn't demand a lot during the day when he was on on the job. Could
1: we make the leap that "Do No Harm" is responsible for Hamilton? Are we comfortable making that leap? I don't know. I mean, it's it's the sacrifice. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, that would be a way to get some hits though on iTunes. (laughs) But
0: I mean, ah. It is ironic that, like, I feel like there's also, it all, it all does stand for the same, like, principles that, that Hamilton espouses, where it's like, you know, he's not gonna throw away a shot at, right. at doing something, even if he's I just d- moving and, and waking I up. I do believe doing-
1: that he did write most of the room where it happens while he was in Philadelphia. So, hmm. so
0: thank you, do just no harm. Thank you, do <laughs> no harm, for that. Congrats. Um, yeah, So, so he's been killed off. And now, it's kind of, we're basically, because this isn't the final episode, although, again, it's probably more of, like, a season uh, arc break, basically, supposed to be. Right, it feels
1: like a winter finale.
0: It really does. It really does. Which is ironic, because it was, it aired in the middle of, we'll get into it. Yeah, okay. But so, so, so he's been killed off, and they've kind of picked apart, like, the main cast, so it's just the people remaining are the people that are, like entrenched in the mystery of it all. So right. she has discovered that he doesn't really have a tumor. So why is he having this surgery and she's just, like super suspicious, as she should be because he is he is a shady person. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she um she figures out that if he doesn't have the tumor what other reason would there be for this? And she kind of, you know, tries to intervene and stop the surgery from happening because she she thinks it's a huge mistake. Right. She can't get
1: in because James James Cromwell. James Cromwell. From Babe. Yeah. (laughs) And Six Feet Under. Yeah, Babe's dad. Babe's dad. (laughs) Right, Babe's dad. Babe's dad. Is playing the uh, surgeon who is going to cut out Ian from Jason's head or, like, implant a chip. I don't know. Something that restricts Ian's ability to show up. To show up. At 825 or otherwise. He's also wearing evil red scrubs.
0: Uh, I don't know. It reminded me so much of, um, it looks like something out of Dr. Horrible, where it was just like, he's wearing, like, red scrubs. Like, like you
1: know he's evil.
0: It's not subtle. Like, there's no one that wears scrubs that There's nothing that red. subtle
1: about this show. They
0: look like cardinals. It's ridiculous. Right. Like, it's a lot of red, and it's bright red, and it's not red. I don't I don't get it. But it's anyway, so they're wearing the the red the red uh scrubs. Lena
1: can't get into the ER. They are
0: they locked the room for observation and they have a guard standing outside the actual operation room, which is like she's a professional. She should know better than to try and walk into an operation room. Even if she's trying to get into the the observation room, whatever. But the operation room is sterile and you can't just be walking in and out willy nilly. Like that's true of
1: any surgery. Even if you're getting like your teeth so she something. does, like, the next best thing. Right. Which is pull the fire alarm. Which, again, professional people. <laughs> right, and I'm sure that wasn't a pain to clean up for anyone who was on, like, like third shift that night. Also, like, like, you're... And there seem to be a lot of surgeries going on. <laughs> in, at the night, the in the middle of the day. night. But, like, but I'm also... A, it's
0: also ridiculous to me because... She just risks a lot of people's lives. It's a right, hospital, right? Exactly. That's like, what I'm saying. She's a on terrible a whim, doctor. On a whim, he may have something else going on. But guess what? If you don't know what his MRIs say, and you're thinking the surgery's not legit, that's something you can just talk to him once he's had the surgery. You don't need to interrupt the surgery. Who cares? If so, right. if he is if he is he if he if he's a grown man, if he's consented to having the surgery, right. He should be able to have whatever goddamn surgery he's allowed to have. I agree with you. And so. For some reason, she thinks that she can intervene and stop this from happening. Goes so far as to kidnap him later on, which we'll get into. Right. But, like, the fact that she's willing to risk, th- like, hundreds of people, thousands of people's lives. And forget about
1: how much money that cleanup would be. Like, it's but a she, nightmare.
0: When she when she hits the alarm, like, it showers down. Like, that must ruin equipment. Right. I mean, there must be some kind of a, maybe, I don't know, maybe they don't do it in every room. I don't
1: know, but it's a fire I think, alarm. I think they did say that it was, like, just the neurosurgery wing. Like well, hopefully, but even then, that's a lot of expensive equipment. I imagine right. oh, like it's pouring
0: water. It's right.
1: not, they should have just done an and alarm. And the water was was the wrong color.
0: God damn it! Sorry. But so, <laughs> but so, they, but, so they, but they they should have they should have clarified like it only rained in the or only poured in the one part of it right. or something. But instead, they make it look like it was pouring everywhere. Or they should have just done a sound alarm. Right, and I will warn you if you do it. I, I don't really recommend it, but if you do watch this episode, like. Crazy epilepsy. Yeah, epilepsy warning. It is crazy to me because it's like they they show this on network TV and it's like flashing. It's really they show the
1: strobe. It's
0: basically like enough. It's like if someone wanted to induce a a seizure, it's horrible. But so they the alarms go off after she pulls that, and they have to push the surgery an hour. But um, in the meantime, what we're seeing like as this is going on, we're
1: seeing like inside Ian slash Jason's uh, Jason's head, which. either he's remembering he doesn't know yeah like the doctor babe's dad <laughs> tries to tell him that he's he's like having a hallucination because of the anesthesia i
0: think yeah well jason is still jason at the point where they do right. They start the surgery 80- 25 yeah they start the <laughs> surgery in like the middle of the day right and they figure everything's gonna be just fine but at, at some point he comes out of the anesthesia because it's not strong enough because Ian's just that intense. Although he's not Ian at that point. No, so I'm Jason. also, So I'm also suspicious about how Ian's controlling things while he's Jason. Like, I thought that's supposed to be under wraps, but I guess not. But Ian's, like, I guess, like, physically trying to come through and save himself from being right. put sedated. So they have to, like, up it to horse tranquilizers because Basically. he's so... He's so... He's fighting it so much. But this is at the same time that when she sees the file, she sees there's also not just that there's no tumor is that there's two different files. One's labeled IP. And one one's labeled, labeled JC. JC. So she's already, like, suspicious about why there'd be two sets of files, which is, like, also why are these doctors so sloppy about all their under-the-table surgeries? Right. <laughs> like
1: right. Maybe why, s- yeah.
0: don't put, like, your, your alter ego in with your, your main dude stuff. Yeah, like,
1: definitely. There were definitely some mistakes made. <laughs> a few. <laughs> But so, um, so... Okay, but, like, so he's having these, like, flashbacks of a
0: birthday. And I think the episode before this is when it's first revealed. I didn't watch it, but I read from the description. Mm. He finds out that his alter egos are actually brothers. So the the, the two parts of him are not, like, the same person. It's not an alter ego. It's two separate brothers. And one is Ian, one is Jason. And he's Jason, obviously, but he's, in his flashback, he's watching the, the two brothers as if they're two separate entities. Like right. it's 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 some a little basic weird. stupid like horror movie it's stuff. Weird.
1: Um yeah, they're a little creepy. <laughs> and
0: it's their twins at a birthday party basically they're at both, their birthday party. Yeah, their birthday party when they're younger and they get presents. Of course Jason getting operations. Because so... he's
1: gonna be a doctor. Uh, and this Are we supposed really to under settle?
0: I don't Okay. Obviously it could just be a dream but I feel like they're trying to influence everybody by thinking they're memories, because of the way it's set up. I think they are memories. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But you don't know at the point when we're watching this if it is a memory if is or if a memory it's a dream. Or if it's a dream. But like the way that they have they introduce him to operation, I'm like, so that's it. Like he gets the operation and he's game, gonna be a and then he just decides, yeah, I'll be a doctor. Like that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Right.
1: But I bet you that's literally what happened. Do you know what we haven't mentioned yet, though? What? Michael Esper. Michael Esper. Oh, Michael Esper. <laughs> okay, so, separate from this entire plot. Is like, my- literally separate in another state. And, separate. And it really doesn't even matter in the end, does no. it? Well, it gets us that reveal at the end with the in the graveyard. Oh, wait,
0: he's the one that goes and yeah. it. Okay, so there is a, a tiny, itty-bitty reason why a he's away. Off. But even then, you could have just had... Jason go there at the end of the day. Like, like right. they only chose... To, they really... If, that, if they wanted to wrap the series and they knew it was the finale, they'd have Ian wake up from the surgery and then have him do that. Right. Instead, they have Michael Esper do it because they just didn't give a shit.
1: So... Right. So, Michael Esper, Esper is I'm sorry. Yeah, playing... So he's, I forget what his character's name is. Something. We'll call him Esper. We'll call him Michael Esper. <laughs> is playing Jace, Dr. Jason Cole's, I guess, main competition. Right. That's his, his rival in the hospital. Like, they're both competing for, like, right. the same... And they're both neurosurgeons, right? Um, so Michael Esper naturally wanted to be around for Jason's brain tumor surgery because he's a neurosurgeon. It's the talk of the department, right. but like, also it's a huge conflict of interest. Like, I how mean, are the yeah. people operating on, on their on own their friends, staff? Yeah, like it's stupid. I don't but. think. I mean, but on ER they, I remember they took out Benson's uh, appendix on ER Benton. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I still called, think it's it was called Many Happy Returns. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Um, Thank so, you. But yeah. Um, but yeah, so he, to get him out of the hospital because he can't find out about the alter ego, they send him to Minnesota to interview ostensibly for a job. And... At another hospital. At another hospital. But but when he gets there... He finds out that the job has already been filled, and he was sent on a wild goose chase. Just to get him out of the state, essentially.
0: But he figures while he's there, he might as well do some research. Now, we don't have to keep going, but we can kind of wrap this yeah, up. Yeah. We'll go back to his final scene, because right. that's kind of important, but we can just wrap his up right now. He but acts so, pretty creepy. Always creepy. So, when he when he is out there, he goes to the... the I don't know why... I guess because maybe... That's is that where Jason grew up? I guess is what yes, they're saying. Okay, right. yes. so they're going there because Jason grew up there, and he's going to try and find. He, he decides, well, fuck it, I'm out where he lived, which is like, why would you send him to the place where you lived?
1: Right, that seems like a bad
0: idea. <laughs> Wouldn't you send him to like Antarctica or something, right. like, or like like Italy or like California? Right. They send him to like the hometown where he's from. So when he goes to the the surgical like research or or file room, yeah. or whatever, he's able to find like it's. It's so dumb, but so he happens to be in Minneapolis, and he decides to, first of all, he talks to the mother. Right. Tries to figure out, like, what's up with the mother, and he's like, oh, like, and she gives him nothing, essentially. She lies. It's pointless. Just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Bye. And then he leaves, and then he goes to And then he commits mail fraud. He commits mail fraud (laughs) by looking to see, like, where- what was, what was they even trying to do? Like
1: seeing... he was seeing if it was like still Jason's mother's house, and it was. And it was. So yeah. she was
0: lying; and she didn't know who that was, right. basically, because he looks at her mail. So then he decides, like, all right, I really got to figure this. something's going on now, and he goes to the file room and then lies again, illegal, uh, lies and pretends he's a the chief of medicine there. Right. Well, he got the job; he was he was uh, interviewing for basically, right. flirts with the woman in charge of the the file room, and then gets his way in to get the file on Ian. Now, Ian was originally, back a while, away, like, I guess he was a kid, he was in the hospital for something, and right. he's listed there, his chart's listed there, like, what happened in the surgery, and, like, you know, the surgeon in charge, and he sees, like, all this paperwork pointing to the fact that the same Cole person that was, like, I guess the father or something? The father's
1: last name is Cole, I think.
0: It's can, but it says emergency
1: contact, I think. Yeah, it's- Basically, it makes no sense because the makes, father's not in the picture, so why would he right, be the father? In never, they didn't have enough money to cast a father. <laughs> <laughs> season, that was season that two. was going to be in season two, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But so, so, anyway, so
0: that's like who would it be? It would probably be somebody like also on Broadway, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, It'd
1: probably be like Meg Mandy Meg Patinkin. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, Pasquale does a really good Mandy Patinkin There you impression. go. We so might we have, have to link missing... that in the show notes because I'm pretty sure you it's, it's on YouTube. It. Yeah, so yeah,
0: so we're missing the father, but he's listed as the emergency contact with the last name Cole on Ian Price's medical records. So now this guy's like gotcha red handed. Right, altar. but this is all
1: happening in Minneapolis. <laughs> it's which all is,
0: it's you're getting cut back and forth, it's, and it's literally only the beginning. Does he has a he has a conversation with Lena over the phone? Like, can you believe it? They they, they lied to me. This is right. all a joke. And then again, after that point, never speaks to anyone again until right. even at the end of the episode. You you have a big spoiler alert that he sees. And we'll get to the very end of the episode, but he is a hundred percent excisable from the episode. Like he doesn't need to be in any
1: of it. Right. So, but we're, so we got that right. All right that's, so that's Asper's storyline. Yeah, really um, pointless. Alright, so... Back at the hospital. Back though. at the hospital, <laughs> they are prepping a new OR for Jason. Because of the, the fire the alarm. The fire alarm, and they're running out of time now. Because, because it's basically 8 o'clock. Right. And so they need to get him That's sur- that,
0: that surgery has to happen before he switches.
1: So when they go to find him... Although, honestly, if he's sedated that heavily,
0: should it matter when he changes?
1: I know, but... <laughs> like... When they go to find him, Lena has kidnapped like, him. Like,
0: let him wake up for a minute and then put him right back under. Like, yeah, they're putting horse tranquilizers into this dude. Basically. I don't care if he's like a superhuman alter ego, which he's not. Like, they never really imply that he is. He's just creepy. Right. Like, it, it'd be different if he had, like, the like the abilities of a monster when he was the monster, but he's not. Right. So, why just wait a second. He's already drugged. Wait for him to be like, I'm Ian. and then drug him again, do the surgery. But I guess they need to have him as Jason to a right. certain to put
1: type this, of yeah, because the his, brain, his brain over- changes. The overlap, <laughs> the overlap. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: the overlap. But so, but even then, just keep him sedated until the morning right. or something. Like there's well. They yeah. do kind of do so that, but...
1: So, they go to get him to bring him to the new OR, and Lena has kidnapped him. And
0: they know... That, I guess he doesn't know specifically that she's out for him, but they know that it's very risky to leave this guy alone for right. long periods of time, because he's a very volatile case. Right. And instead of, like, keeping an eye on him, they put him away in a different room, and they're just like, whatever, I guess we'll just bring him to the surgery when it's time for the surgery. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, this is someone where you should be sitting there, like, sitting by his side, waiting to bring him to the new... Like, it's... It's ridiculous, but so she she has, in the, in the interim, kidnapped him mm-hmm. and let him wake up from the anesthesia in a closet. Yep. And, now, i said to you before, I don't know, I don't have that much experience with anesthesia, and I could be wrong. I know that maybe it, if it was just the tranquilizers, maybe he would come out of it naturally,
1: but I don't think it's safe to let someone... It's not really. You have to have an anesthesiologist take care of that kind of I... stuff. I have had several surgeries and I have woken up vomiting from like, anesthesia. you so. can't risk that, especially if it's, like, in a hospital. You would know
0: better. She's a doctor. Like, she needs to have at least somebody on her take where they're right. just the anesthesiologist who takes them out of it. Like, pretty much. Instead, she just stashes him in a, in a broom closet and then lets him wake up drowsy and incoherent he's like what are you doing basically right and it's like oh don't you know i'm i'm essentially kidnapping you and then making sure you don't have this surgery
1: so then we get this like voiceover where he explains the entire show so
0: (laughs) so instead of saying get me back to the surgery right he says well okay let's take a stroll down like my memory lane right and then i'll i'll show you in an mri what's up with my brain i'm like he should know better than anyone. He should not be risking
1: that kind of right fatality. But he says that he wants her to see it, which is weird, right? Why didn't he do this ever before? Why I mean, now? The, really, the most interesting part of that whole scene is that he gets strapped to a table. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course. But so he shows,
0: he decides, and, and doesn't give James Cromwell a heads up or anything. Just... He does
1: tell her to call James Cromwell when Ian shows up. But wouldn't you want to warn him that Ian's
0: gonna show up? Yeah. Or say, hey, come here with a sedative so that when he does show up, you'll have him be ready to go back under. Like, yeah, she doesn't are... do any of that. No. And he just says, whatever you do, don't open that door when I'm in. I'm like, he's still Spoiler like. Spoiler
1: alert, she opens the fucking she door. She walks into the damn room.
0: <laughs> she walks into the room unprompted by Ian. Right. Ian doesn't even tell her to come in. She's like, oh yeah, hey, what's up, well, Ian? Well, he does.
1: He says, come get your itch scratched. Oh, oh God, Because he's like, he's. He's dirty hot. He's like, he is. Like, I know it's the same guy, but Ian is so much sexier. Than he wears Jason. the leather jackets, guys. He does wear a leather jacket but and so, a turtleneck. He's like, basically, turtleneck and chain. If I can change. <laughs> like,
0: if I wanted to describe to you the difference between Ian and Jason, it's basically like if Jason Street and Tim Riggins were alter egos of one another. That's, that's basically. That's it. good. And yeah. it's like, Jason Street's like, he's a good guy, but. He's kind of like the uptight, straight one, and then you have Ian, who's like the dirty, like, ooh, like, right. got rough history, and like, bad seed. Right. because you'll see later on when we get to the, the flashbacks, he's always been a bit troubled, right. basically. Um, So, so she she puts him on well, puts him into the MRI and then he changes. And she watches it.
1: his brain change and
0: like doesn't record it for medical history or anything. Right. Like nothing, none of doesn't this call anyone.
1: When you have a witness there for that, I don't know. I mean, there are so like, many. If, if you were a doctor and you came out and you said, "I just saw this," they'd be like, "But really? also, <laughs> like if they're that not worried about this this
0: guy becoming Ian, like they're not worried that like if he becomes Ian, he will murder everyone." Which I thought was the premise. I guess maybe it's not though. He's
1: I don't think he's a murderer. I just But like then what's the point of the he's show? He's not a good guy. But what's the point of the show then? He does like crazy like I remember like I think it was in the second episode because Stephen Pasqual wore a speedo. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> which you he, remember. Which I remember. Um he bought a boat.
0: Like Why he, the, oh he, bad like, guy. He like Why emptied the... out
1: like because Jason is a successful doctor. Right. So Jason has oh, a lot account. of money. Right. So he like he when he would come out, when Jason, Ian would get out, he would do like, irresponsible the... things with Jason. Where's money. the conflict there? He would get in trouble. Oh, <laughs> that's the just, I think there was a, well, there, like, there was that plot I said I didn't remember about the Russian Mafia. Okay. Like, there was something Here's about the that. Thing, though,
0: when I said before, it's basically Tim Riggins and Jason Street. The, the, the problems and the consequences that happened to them are the equivalent of a Jason Street and a Tim Riggins. Like, Tim Riggins had a rough life. Yes. But it wasn't like he was gonna get murdered. I mean, yes. he had some serious run-ins with some shady people, so he could have yes. maybe got murdered. But, like, at the end of the day... He he lived a very normal life. Which, if you're having a show about an alter ego, it should have some kind of like. And then when he becomes Mr. Like D- Dr. Jekyll, Mr. When becomes Mr. Hyde, right. he goes on murder sprees. He's superhuman strength. He does something like right. there should be something more than just lives another just slightly spend, different. He spends life. money. He that's spends insane. money and he gets in trouble with the ladies. Basically, it's essentially what yeah, happens. Yeah, I mean that's which is just not enough. And even if you did it that way, at least like make it. Like even you could say something like limitless. Limitless has a very similar Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I'm not Egg watching feel. that show. Or the the movie as well, but the the, the show mm-hmm. it definitely has elements of it. Although it's a different type of like, you know, one on and off sort of thing. But he lives a different life when he's on the drugs, on the NCT. Mm-hmm. And same with the um the movie, obviously if you've seen the movie, which is a lot more popular, it's a different lifestyle. So it's like at least that like you're kind of seeing like the the, the two different lives mm-hmm. lives they diverge in a huge way. These two, they don't really diverge. They're just slightly ruder.
1: And, yeah, and the main thing I could tell you, as from watching the entire season, is that Jason wears ties and Ian doesn't. And that's just not there enough. There are a lot of scenes in earlier episodes of, like, it being, like, 825 and Jason taking his tie off. <laughs> and, like, that's how you know. It's, like, Clark Kent and the glasses. Oh, like, Jesus. once he takes the tie off, he's Ian. And, like, okay, if if it's
0: if you're not going to include that supernatural element that makes it extra crazy when he switches, at least make the scientific aspect of it a huge, a bigger role. So you could have somebody who's Dr. Jack and Mr. Hyde who's, like, a literal like mad scientist. Right. And then that's a huge fight. Instead, here we just have a doctor. So it becomes like a, a procedural doctor show that happens to have this like goofy element to it. Yeah. Which is just
1: it's not a very it's not good even show. a well
0: done doctor it's show. A... Yeah. And if it were that, like I would buy this on ER more. In fact, I would say John Carter has a way more Doctor Jekyll, Mr. Hyde aspect to him in certain seasons than this ever did. Yeah, so I'm, I like, agree
1: with that. Like
0: what are we watching? Like
1: this is stupid. Yeah, I mean, so like essentially, (laughs) Tina
0: meets Ian. He meets, she meets Ian. It's also the first time I'm meeting Ian. If you have been watching this Justice episode, it's the first time he shows up, and he's instantly just like basically. Uh, a bottle service guy, basically. Like, right. That's basically if you want to describe it. <laughs> yeah. He just he's saying things like "Come on in,"
1: I'll, I'll it's that scratch, scratch that itch. itch. Like, yeah. Ugh, gross. Yeah. He's and so Disgusting, she... but it's also really hot. <laughs> <laughs> if he's your type, yes. I'm gonna stay on this line yeah. right in here. Like it's just, it might be the hill I die on. So. <laughs> yeah. So so she
0: is like in like. The one thing he asks is like, "Don't Come first of her. all like." Are we supposed to believe that Ian would have been able to get out of those restraints? Probably not. Or
1: maybe he would. Like, I don't, I have questions about that, too. But, like, maybe, so,
0: like, let him stay on the restraints, then. Like. Right.
1: Well, she doesn't untie him from the restraints. Like, she comes in the room, and she's, like, she monologues. Basically,
0: the minute he changes, too. Like, she does right. not wait for a second. It's like right. she basically wanted him to become Ian. Right. I mean, he's hotter.
1: But anyway, <laughs> so he goes, she goes into the room, right. and he manages to grab her. And then she sedates him. Right. And runs away. Right. That's what you should and do. And leaves him there. Instead of, like, calling um, for security. Doesn't
0: wait, doesn't lock the room, doesn't, like, right. pull the alarm then, and he does right. do nothing. Does nothing. Just she sits runs there. away. Waits there for him to just wake up. Yeah. And if she, well, he, she runs away and lets him wait there until he wakes up and he's on his own. Even when she runs away, she
1: doesn't tell anyone. So she right.
0: literally just lets him get away. Right. She is essentially his
1: getaway driver. Yes.
0: Which is just she left him
1: tied to a table. It's just so insane. Which he somehow gets out of, of course. And And then he gets that scalpel. And
0: there's there's, also the scene where he says, "Oh my god, I I don't even know what like."
1: He says, "I mean, I think I wrote it down. It was like, it was something like nice paging paging Dr. Dr. Carmelo." Carmelo. So, so Babe's
0: dad is Dr. Carmelo James Cromwell. And when he gets up from this, he's been tied down to this stretcher, as you are in an MRI, because they don't want you to move, he somehow gets out of it. Right. Never see that happen. Like, that's where it's like, it almost touches on like he is sort of like superhuman,
1: but they but, never but explain it. But they never it. go, they never really commit to it. Right.
0: It's it's kind of like, the awkward thing, as I said to you too, is it almost like vilifies the whole concept of multiple personalities. Like, right. he's basically just a guy with a multiple personality disorder. Right. That's not, that's not even... That's, That's not just the sad. Same like, let's just go watch, like, like, I would watch, um, United States of Terror over this every day, every day. Like, at least that had some kind of a, like a, a severity to it where things were switching up right. when she, switched, when she changed personalities. Here, there's like no difference. Yeah. But so, so anyway, so he wakes up, he's now on the prowl. He walks into one of the surgery suites, which, of course, wherever he was abandoned is now
1: dark. There's right. No one around. Oh, this, yes. At house- 8 o'clock, the hospital is, shuts down, of right. course. There's no cameras, apparently. <sighs> Everyone is looking for this guy. He's not on
0: lockdown. Like, right. the minute he goes missing, it should be on lockdown. Because right. If this guy has a body count
1: behind him, right. He should be, it should, yes, especially since it's after 825. <laughs> The magic it's number after
0: eight twenty five. Oh my god! Like, when he grabs a scalpel out of one of the drawers and just says to himself, "Paging Doctor Carmelo," like yeah. it's it's bad. Weird. It's really bad. And so he, so he strolls out of the of the room, going to look for him. And now we also breezed over earlier. Sam Levine's in this episode. Sam
1: Levine is like in this whole show, but like, she's
0: barely in this episode. Right. He's there for two scenes, and his scenes again are also like. Exercisable. he might as well not even be in the episode well i
1: mean it does go into like how ian killed lynn manuel miranda but we already would, knew that but you like, would only like i feel like that would have been like expanded on basically claire huxtable asks sam levine she's the chief of medicine she's the chief or whatever, of medicine or whatever, or whatever yeah. to because lynn is missing Lin Manuel Miranda is missing. He's not missing for real, though. (laughs) No, he's missing, right? Um, And like a cop is like, Doctor Jason Cole called him twelve times. He's looking, yeah. He's looking into his. He's looking for Jason.
0: He wants to talk to Jason. Jason's in the surgery, so he can't. uh, Also, he's also in at this point. Right. So he's he's looking into it, and he also was seen. He uses credit card on
1: the flight. Well, yeah. So. Dr. Claire Huxable asked Sam Levine, which is like
0: if you want to like get away with a murder, maybe
1: don't use your your credit card. I don't on the think flight. he was planning on getting away with it. I don't know. <laughs> so he asked Sam Levine to find something to clear Jason. And then Sam unfortunately finds this charge on the credit card. It's like damning evidence essentially. Right, like that he bought alcohol on the way to Jamaica. I thought it was free on the way to Jamaica, but, like, what else Like, I don't I'm know. I'm also confused. I think you're also right. Like, I don't get that either. But, all well, right. Well, I think I remember that episode... Where he was like, let's have a drink and relax. And then, like, he killed him. Like, not on the plane. Like, they never show him killing I'm him. I'm more
0: surprised that Ian is the person uh, is the person that is going to be buying alcohol. He seems like the type that would have
1: stolen off a cart somewhere. That is true. That is <laughs> true. That is... <laughs> or stole someone else's credit card. That or they're made, not, like, following... Well, man. I mean, but he was using Jason's credit card. So, so he, he was care. Care. stealing. He should have had Ian... He
0: should have had uh, Lynn pay for it or right. something. But, um, yeah. So. so he calls Felicia Rashad. Yeah. By the he way, she's in I'm, bed at
1: 9 o'clock okay. at night when her hospital should be on lockdown.
0: <laughs> her husband, he's out roaming. Right. He's now Ian, so we know if it, we establish the timeline at 8.25. At least. At least. And although he had that, like, 10-minute conversation with the girl, so he's definitely. it's definitely closer to 9. At most, it could be 10 o'clock, and I'd be shocked if it was 10 right. o'clock.
1: But she's at home asleep. She's at That's home literally dead asleep. asleep.
0: And she was in the hospital, like, less than an hour or two ago. Right. So she, like, must go home take a, like an ambient right. and then conk the <laughs> hell out. She drills herself yeah. and goes right to bed. At like 10 o'clock. I mean, maybe she has an early call day. but it like Her hospital
1: should be on lockdown. Like, why?
0: But he, she does get the phone call. She wakes up in the middle well, the middle of the night.
1: Right. The early part of the, <laughs> the night. Early, the early part of the later evening. Yeah,
0: <laughs> the, the dinner hour. Right. Um, But so she gets a call from, from Sam Levine and Sam Levine's like basically warning her, hey, I found this charge, what we were talking about earlier. Right. It's definitely him. Essentially, right. like, it's pretty and damning evidence. She does
1: call the cops, and then we never, no, see, we her never see her again. we never see her again. We never know if the cops show she up. She is or not. wrapped on do no harm <laughs> in her red satin pajamas. Good for She's her. Done. Sam, so is Sam also does not appear after again. That. Good for them both. Good they for just, them both. They went home early that Get week. Get that money. Um, like,
0: Pay those mortgage payments. Keep the um, lights on. But yeah, so she she calls for a, now. She calls for a lockdown from her house. But like to me. We don't even see that
1: take the place, really. The lockdown like, well overdue, though. But they never even really do
0: lock it down, do they? No,
1: I don't think they ever show it. We
0: never see it. So if it happens, it happens after the fact. And it really almost is arbitrary, because by the time the lockdown happens, Ian, we'll get to it, is also sedated again. So it's, like, right. not even... And also, they know where he is, so right. the whole, like, looking for him thing should have been no longer a mystery. So I
1: feel like we should go back and touch on... So Ian shows up and finds paging Dr. Carmelo. Yeah. And he finds he Dr. He finds Carmelo. him, who is sitting alone in the dark. The whole, okay. Like, <laughs> he goes walking around the
0: hospital, an entire wing is darkened, which is just Weird. not possible in Center City, Philadelphia, no, no matter where they are. It's just no way. I mean, I could buy that, like... It's dimmed, or,
1: like, there are certain rooms that are out. Well, but sure, like, if it's nighttime and, like, patients it's are 10 sleeping. o'clock again, but, but like, still, yeah, like, I, I for I buy hospital, that. it's supposed to be, quote-unquote, on lockdown. And there are a lot
0: of offices there, so that's part of it. But, I mean, like, this is, like, it's pitch black. It looks like an abandoned hospital right. at that point. It, and then we see uh, Babe's dad sitting alone in a room, in a darkened room with just a single light Apparently waiting Um,
1: for
0: Ian. Basically knows he's coming to get him, so he's just sitting there waiting, like, you know, come and get me, kind of vibe. Right. And Ian, of course, wanders up, essentially saying, like, hey, it's me, like, what's up? And he's like, I've been waiting, essentially,
1: like, Like, good to see you, Ian. That might be the exact dialogue, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I've been waiting
0: for you, It's not Ian. (laughs) And James Cromwell, of course, it's James Cromwell's voice, so you can picture him just going, like, it's nice to see you. Ian, like right. he has like a very distinctive like deep deep yeah. voice, and it's it's also what I said to you too. It's hard for me to sit here and watch James Cromwell be a total piece of shit to him, because I don't. I mean, obviously he well, was. Did kinda, you watch him on Six Feet Under? Yeah, I know he has the ability to be a bit of. a... But he is Babe's
1: dad, and even as
0: Babe's dad, he was kind of a hard ass. So I, I get it. That the whole point is that he, did, you know, I guarantee well, that's uh, like probably
1: the first time anyone has used a term <laughs> hard ass in reference to, to Babe. babe.
0: But it was. <laughs> He was, it was, it was, was, um, what was the, the fucking thing? It's, um... What does he say to Babe? Bah, Ram, you. No, no, <laughs> that's the sheep. He says, "Um, that'll do, pig. That'll do." Like pig. that's a that's not even like a you know ringing endorsement of Babe, but that's that's he was kind of uptight, and that was his closest thing that I mm-hmm. love you, dear, dearly, son of mine. That'll do, pig Pink child. Right. But Pink like, child. <laughs> but like that's basically like he does always play like an uptight kind of guy, right. and he even can be a, a jerk about certain things. But this is like he's like. It's not that he's uptight and, and mean and terrible. He's, like, like cracking gross jokes, being an asshole to people, yeah. like, being rude to he's Felicia Rashad. And I just don't buy that from him at all. Like it feels really... It feels especially... Like, everyone is acting really poorly in this, which I said is also really awkward because I enjoy a lot of these... I love Sam Levine. I love... I love James Cromwell. I think. I mean, I liked him in I've seen him in. So you I don't. You like Pasquale. I like Stephen Pasquale. I-, I saw Bridges of Madison County, right. and I-, I like Felicia Rashad, obviously. So like, there are people in this that are that are good. I love Lim Manuel Miranda, but I don't know. I had not seen his episode, so I don't know how okay he was in this. He was great. But... It's hard for them to be terrible all the time, right? But it's just like it's such a struggle to see like these scenes where they should be like nailing it because this is kind of like the last episode, and this is the crux of this guy's like. Life. Life on right. the show and his reason for being on the show, and he's still just like not interesting, and he's just kind of a jerk. Like especially James Cromwell, like he's just, right. he's just mean, like a cruel
1: person. Yes, we get this flashback then.
0: Yes, where this is where well uh, we we jumped over the one before, so let's go back to the flashbacks because okay. there's a series of flashbacks as he's coming, uh, he's going under, and he's coming up again. Right. And before he goes, he goes under again once he sees. Cromwell, but regardless of that, the first time he went under a while back, he had that flashback. We mentioned he gets the operation game. He also breaks his mother's face. Yes. And the two brothers, they're, like, fighting over who did it, and she's like, tell me who did it. And, and Jason, Jason says, cops to it. it. I don't even remember. Ian did it, though. Ian did it? Okay. Yeah. I, I would have been more sense if Jason
1: did it in the episode. Cause, like, cause he, well, Ian did it and his mom was like, stop covering, covering your... for and him. And that's why Ian cuts his mom with glass. And it would have been way better <laughs> if Jason had done it.
0: In that scene, at least, so you can understand that basically Ian's always blamed for everything. Yeah. But instead, it's just, yeah, Ian's the bad guy. (laughs) Like, it's not interesting, there's no conflict in this. Like, there there should be moments like that where you're like, I get why Ian is so mad all the time, it's because he's being blamed for everything when it's not his fault. Instead, Ian's just a bad kid, and he's getting blamed for being bad, like- The mother, then don't be bad. The mother <laughs> like, is
1: afraid of Anne.
0: Terrified. She right. she calls the well. She, we find out we call she calls someone to intervene. Right. Well, earlier in the, we just said in that scene when when the gla- the the it's a glass vase. It's her mother's. She's like, it's my mother's vase. It's my mother's vase. She gets upset. It broke. And then there's, a glass on the ground, and then she yells at Ian for doing it, and then Ian's like, I didn't do it, and even though he did it, and he's a piece of shit. But he, he grabs, and then when she doesn't, like, listen to him, and she's like, I hate your- You know he's lying, you're terrible, basically. Which is, right. again, not great mothering, of, of course, as well, but, like, still, he also is a piece of shit. And he grabs a, a slice of the glass, it's a, a shard of the glass, and cuts her! Right. And she's- at this point, like, she freaks out a little bit there, but she kind of mostly just, like, walks away, and then Jason's like- what are you doing? He's like, I'm, I'm protecting you. And then there's a, there's a point
1: later on too, when they have right. another flashback and he says, he's like in the basement and he comes down and he like, did you, I don't know if you remember this, but like, he like pushed food under the door oh, and Jesus. then it was like, we're going to be together forever. Cause he was, Spoiler. he was, <laughs> he was,
0: he was like, it's like timed out, but he had like, right, in the in the basement, a, in a basement bathroom, like, locked or something, which is kind of sad. Right. But, like, also, he's also awful, so you gotta understand the mom's probably trying to do what she can. Like, this kid literally sliced her arm with glass at
1: nine years old. Like, I mean, I did write this down. Like, why, why was he not in therapy? Or did, why did no one at his school notice that he had these violent tendencies? (laughs) Don't know. Like, I would like to know the state of the educational system. It's basically like (laughs) Minneapolis. These flashbacks are revealed
0: to be basically the Good Son. It's basically the Good Son, and you find out, like, okay, he's you know it's Macaulay Culkin all over again. Like, he's he's gonna kill his mom, and it's basically escalating to the point where she gets killed, and she doesn't want it to happen, obviously. Mm -hmm. So she's like locking him in the basement. She's she's calling in specialists, doing stuff. But there is the other scene when they, when you're talking about where he he's locked in the basement under you know he's being punished right and the brother is passing food to him under the door right and he, it explains like he's like why did you do that because Jason's the one who's the again the good son the good technically son. he's like why would you do that to our mom she's like, I was and this is what Ian said this is the kind of stupid lunacy that Ian says with the kind of terrible lines he, he's, he's feeding us he says I wasn't hurting mom I was protecting you I'm like first of all no you weren't. You were mom, mom never blamed her. Right. We watched the blood fall from her arm because you sliced her open. Right. And protecting you from what? Like, I, you actually just made everything worse. Like, I, it's such a creepy, like, abusive, like, rhetoric kind of line where it's like, I wasn't hurting someone, which you were. We right. watched you hurt her. I was protecting you. I'm like... But first of all, that's, those two things are not mutually exclusive. You can definitely do both at the same time. So mm-hmm. it's it's doubly crazy that you're, like, trying to... And this is, like, a nine-year-old saying it. So you're just, like, you're stupid. You're a child. Right. You don't know what you're talking about. Oh. You're a piece of shit. But so, so he... That's in the one flashback. So we we're starting to see a little bit more about how these twins, like, the way they play off each other. And it, it becomes, to me, a lot more clear that these don't seem to be just, like, uh, bad dreams. Because the right. first one... You could see as a bad dream because they're like getting a it's a birthday party and they're getting presents. So like maybe he's misremembering it. Right. He's just he's he's envisioning his two split personalities as two people. Mm -hmm. But these are kind of like distinctive like memory style flashbacks. So then you're like, okay, this is clearly.
1: And I think he even acknowledges that. Like he says, they don't feel like dreams. They They feel feel like like memories. They feel like real.
0: Which is like honestly, Jason doesn't seem that maladjusted. Did he just forget all of this? But we'll, we'll get to that. You know why? <laughs> so so um so again back at the hospital still not on lockdown. Um he does he he goes up to Doctor Carmelo. You think he's gonna like slit his throat with the scalpel? He right. has doesn't do it. Just sort of just says, what's up, Doctor Carmelo? He's like, right. you remember me? He's like, no. But we get another flashback at that point where we find out that the
1: mom, the specialist she called was Dr. a Dr. very Carmelo. young Doctor Carmelo, like who I think they layered James Cromwell's voice over. <laughs> do they really? I God. think they did. It's even worse, because it
0: didn't sound that good. But so it's, like, this young, like, you know, roguish-looking doctor who's like, I'll help you, Ian. And Ian's like, well, I don't want to help. And then you... That's the, the the impetus for, I guess, the whole series, is that this is the point where Dr. Carmelo first enters Ian and Jason His by proxy's life. life. Right. And they're both there. So it's even more confusing. It's even more confusing in the long run that um, you have, like... This guy, you like interrupting their their like little twin moment by saying like it's me I'm here to help you and he's talking to just the one of them so it, it I I'm wondering too if it's like a. a- Sixth Sense situation where he, everyone's talking to two of one of right, them, and, and there's two of them, but you can't really, like, they never give you enough, like, it, that'd be so much more interesting if they were trying to do something like that, they don't, though. It it's really just twins. It's just twins, which we'll find out, it, it escalates very quickly yeah, after yeah. this. That like, escalated
1: fast. It did. It goes from, like,
0: this scene, and then there's, like, five other things that happen, and it's all either in memories or in flashbacks. Yeah. Or it's like, it's crazy how quickly things ask So the next... So he... <laughs> you don't even see what happened. They just kind of have a little combo. They do like a me. cut
1: and he wakes up the next morning. So at
0: some point Dr. Carmelo convinced Ian to go under. And at first I'm like, wait, how did that happen? But that's also a hint at what's about to happen. Which, again, that, uh, when I think that to myself and then never explain it, it almost solves itself. And you're like, right. well, I now I know. Right. Honestly, when I first heard the premise of the show, it seemed pretty clear to me. And you said you figured said it out the I first episode. I figured it out the first episode. It's not subtle. Like, again, there's only so many twists you can do with this kind of a premise. And when they right. go in on this specific style, like when it's the, the two different brothers and mm-hmm. stuff, there's only a certain amount. Like, it's, it's either, you know, there's the, it's the fight club thing where right. there's two of them as the same person and then there's a there's there's a
1: couple things that are like that but um he wakes up and he's like dr carmelo he wakes up as jason because it's the next morning and he's like what happened and dr carmelo is like everyone's fine no one's hurt um (laughs) which is like like, what did you say to him like he's never been able to control jason and uh, ian and cromwell is like he just needed a good talking to so that's creepy as fuck. <laughs> <Yeah. Like. laughs>
0: and again, we said it was it was Cromwell when he's saying this. He's like, he just needed a good talk right? And like to like, creepy, in like a Cromwellian way. Very creepy. Like everyone in the show is creepy at all times. And we didn't. I didn't. I breezed over before. I we know. I know. We finished up the Esper line. There was a scene when he's flirting with that girl.
1: Oh, yeah, where he's, like, straight um, up creeping. I'll try...
0: I don't know if I can give you a gif, but I'll try and either um, link to the exact moment in the NBC... You, you could watch it on NBC if you want to. Or I'll try and, like, make a little, like, a screen cap of it, because he makes his face where his, like, bottom jaw juts out a little bit. It's... it's he, like, like, basically says, like, would you mind doing me a favor? And she's like, okay. And he basically gets his way, and then she turns his back... Turns her back on him to get the file for him, and he makes a look... That it's, just looks like something out of like, sounds creepy. of the lambs. Like it's real creepy. It's right. very creepy. So everyone in this show is creepy, like at all times. Right. And this is just more of the Carmelo being creepy, which again, that's again, is pretty not subtle. It's very heavy handed. Like, well, why well, is Carmelo scrubs? <laughs> Carmella, it's already like he's already kind of a bad dude the way he's being mean to everybody. But now right. you're like, okay, he's super suspicious that he's talking to Ian and getting him to go under the knife. Like this is suspect. And he, instead of thinking like why would you do
1: that, Jason's just like, "All right, cool." Yeah, so then they he calls Lena in right. who now believes everything. She's seen it for herself. She, right, and they have a little smooch. And Jesus. then they're going to do the surgery for real where they're going to cut in out. They're going to implant the chip and cut They're Ian doing the out. right thing and starting first thing in the first morning. First thing very early in the day <laughs> in case complications arise. No, I
0: don't know what. I guess it's 8.25 in the morning. Is that what it is?
1: I think it's 12. Yeah, it's exactly like, 12, hours. Like 12 hours. So even yeah.
0: even that, it's a little late, but at least we buy it. Um, I, Honestly, I guess they had to wait till he
1: becomes Jason, but like they could have started before that. But. but I guess there was the... Something about how he had to be Jason. Yeah,
0: exactly. Which we'll
1: find out very quickly why. So (laughs) they wheel him into surgery, right? And then, like, the rest of the episode happens in Jason's head. Jason's head, where? Well,
0: literally in figure. Like literally,
1: (laughs) literally. There's some brain matter, but also spoiler. All right, yeah. So
0: then, so he he goes under again. He's like, "Good luck, basically." Right. I'm gonna do it. I'll see you on the other side. Uh, Yes. God damn it. And so, so he goes under, he he goes, he, I mean, of course, the second he does that, he flashes into being in the woods, but this time he's himself. He's Jason, he's Jason in the woods. He's Jason in the woods, but it's, like, sepia-tone blue, and you're like, uh-oh.
1: And Ian is there.
0: In a leather jacket. In a leather jeans. jacket and
1: a blue turtleneck sweater. <laughs> thank, you for, thank you for the exact uh, wardrobe recall. It's, and, like, really good jeans. Like, I'm just, like... And Jason's in a suit and a tie, but whatever. Like, Ian It's for Ian, essentially. And he starts taunting him. And then he punches him. <laughs> and then... Stephen he proceeds to fight himself. Stephen Piscuo kicks his own ass.
0: And and like there's a lot of like you know I mean it's at first like a squabble where it's more just them like rough like roughhousing and then it becomes more aggressive. He like throws him into a tree branch or and a he's like log. strangling him. Yeah,
1: and he's basically killing him. And Jason flatlines in, in the, the OR in the hour. while he's being strangled. Right, and, and they're trying to bring him back. And
0: they decide to open up and massage his heart, but which they never get that. They far. They never get that far because uh Ian. Ends up losing more or less in 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 the brain fight, right? In the memory in the fight, brain whatever fight. you want to call it, it's so stupid. <laughs> and like, this is so stupid. Yeah. And so they um they they're struggling, and then eventually he gets the upper hand. Jason gets the upper hand, and Jason's you know he they beef him is back, so that they right. they're able
1: to meanwhile uh, co- like card him while point. they're fighting each other. The twins walk by. <laughs> Jason and Ian, twins, young Jason. So they and kind of Ian they take by. a break
0: after they've been fighting for like a good five minutes. Like yeah. it's not even really good. Like the fighting it's not is a good so fight boring. either and it's in the woods and it's like discolored because it's a memory flashback thing or obviously right. obviously not even a memory at this point. It's I'm pretty like sure
1: a, it's like Schuylko Valley Park. Or yeah. Something it's like stupid. that. Like it's And
0: it's <laughs> And it's just so, like, sleepy. Like, I feel like if I was watching just that scene on repeat, I could fall asleep. Like, even though they're obviously fighting and it's, like, upsetting, it's just so, like, hazy. Like, the soft focus is so intense. And it's just, it's not good. It's not good to watch. And this is the wrap-up to the entire series. Right. So <laughs> but so... Really,
1: this is the last The last scene, <laughs> really.
0: This is the last yeah. two, three scenes of the show. Um, and so, so they're fighting. They eventually kind of, like, take a breather and they're just and like, Jason, oh, I'm gonna get you. Jason and like, oh. runs
1: away. Jason kind and of following
0: him but they're even then like they're kind of
1: like there's no there's no sense of urgency no there's no sense of urgency yeah and
0: there's no sense of like a true threat because like honestly once they break apart and like they're probably gonna fight again i guess is the the implication but like ian like has his hands in his pockets and he's like strolling and like literally because
1: ian knows what's about to happen
0: (laughs) i know but also like ian is like leaning
1: against a tree all cash like like it's just i don't I don't feel any kind of threat. Like, there's no. Yeah, there. I would agree. There is not a real sense of urgency. The only thing is, like, you're following these two little boys. Then, and you're like, Oh, well, that's when is... they. That's when they first pop up. They don't even right. pop up
0: until like right. they've already kind of broken apart. They're, they're following not fighting the anymore. boys, and... and they're both the nine-year-old
1: twin boys that we've seen before, right? Playing Jason and Ian, right? And um, they've run away from. home. They've run away, I guess, because because I guess I guess the implication is that they really didn't want to have the... The surgery. The surgery. Because
0: with, we find out, not just from this, but also from the other file that Esper found earlier, is that there was another... Or I guess maybe even Lena found it from her thing. Yes. They found out there was some other record of a previous surgery taking place. Right. Or trying to take place. Right. There was something on the books to be done way back in 88 or whatever this was, yeah. when he was nine. They were going to do the surgery another time. Right. So that is introduced like moments before, or, or just like, subtly before... Yeah. And you're like, wait so, a minute. Why would there be another surgery? Why is this happening twice? Right. And then so, this is where the scene starts to really unravel. Which again, it's so stupid because it barely unravels. Right. So they <laughs> run
1: away from Hope, and they're talking about how they're going to eat squirrels. Gross. Gross. <laughs> um, and Jason doesn't
0: want to kill squirrels. And Ian is so like Ian's super like,
1: creepy. And is like, I'll kill, I'll kill squirrels. all the
0: squirrels we'll ever need. You know, right. like, oh, he's such like a serial total killer,
1: <laughs> homicidal maniac in right. the making. Mm-hmm. Um. And then. Jason is a little pussy and is like, I'm going to go home. <laughs> well, I think
0: he thinks that they're just kind of, like, away for the day. But that's this is the point where Ian, like, starts, like, let's make camp here. And right. he's like, no, no, no. I'm going to go home. We're going to get in trouble. He's like, hey, no. And then they start, they're pulling this book bag. They're both wearing book bags. Right. They're pulling this book bag. I was like, what's in the book bag that you need? I know. He's I was a like, like, just kid. leave the book bag. But just leave the book bag and run. Like, it's stupid. But right. so they're pulling this book bag and... And then they... Then
1: they drop the book bag and start actually fighting. And like then... Roughhousing.
0: Roughhousing. Again, it's it's basically what Ian and, and Jason were doing a second ago as adults. And you don't really see what happens, but basically, somehow Ian does something and, like,
1: knocks him out or... knock He knocks him into the river and he hits his head on a rock. Okay. That's... So then,
0: of course, the implication there being... He dies instantly. He dies instantly in the water or drowns soon after. But...
1: But but guys, big but continue. It's a good thing that Dr. Jason Cole is there to fish himself. At, this is it's where it gets child- really weird. <laughs> yeah, gets he fishes weird. himself out of the river mm-hmm. and proceeds to form perform the most ludicrous looking fake CPR that I've seen on anything, including soap operas.
0: It's like, crazy. It is has so cool. poor. Like, Don't play a medical person. God doesn't
1: give with both hands.
0: <laughs> that's, no. That's what you can take from he that. Takes, he takes away with <laughs> yeah. both hands, though. Oh, my God. Um, um, yeah. So, so he's
1: trying to bring himself back, back to life. life.
0: Yes. He doesn't. No. The kid is dead. So because th- that's what really happened. The kid
1: died. Jason died. And this is
0: when Ian, in his memory, says... Don't you remember this, basically? He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, this is what happened. Right. Jason, you, Jason, died when we were nine. You're the figment of my imagination. You're the altar. And that's like, dun, dun, dun.
1: dun. (laughs) Which is,
0: like, so obvious to anybody who's ever seen any kind of a... Right. Any twist of a movie is like... So this
1: whole... 13 episodes has been leading up to it has been Jason trying to get rid of his alter Ian only to be revealed in the last three minutes that Jason has been the imposter and the real evil twin survived
0: but honestly if he has an alter ego that takes over half the day doesn't it kind of make it so that it's like Jason might have technically survived anyway. Like, it's so stupid. But I guess, I guess technically... It's... Well, I'm
1: sure they were going to discuss that. In <laughs> yeah, like,
0: <plenty. laughs> like, it'd be different if this was, like, him having... I mean, I guess you could say it is, like, a multiple personality thing. It is just Ian having Jason's personality for that right, block of that time. period of time. But, like, he has, like, thoughts and emotions that Ian does not remember. It's not like he's pulling all the same... It's not like it's, like... They're sharing a brain, really. It feels yeah. like it is a full-on alter the ego. The science
1: is a little junky. Yeah, even
0: though, obviously, this is something that happens to people right. literally
1: in real life. They did,
0: not, they did not portray they it well research. on TV. Um, Again, I recommend United States of Terra. I mean, it's, that's not even a perfect portrayal in any respect, right. but at least that has more sophistication and something. And then she also has some dangerous alters as well. Right, she does. Murderer alters, I think. I
1: think so. that, so then the final, then they cut back to Esper. Right. Who has driven to a cemetery. Right. In what I think is Minneapolis. Well, Minneapolis. Yeah. Uh, and he gets out of his car and he walks up and they reveal the tombstone uh, for um, Jason, Jason Cole Price. He died 25 years ago. Right. On and
0: August 25th. Which is why they, this is what we said before. That's why it's not an arbitrary number. But it's so it is arbitrary because it a is. date a
1: date of the year has nothing to do with the time of right. day. Right, and it's like stupid. The other part that would that's the only reason why I think it would be that because and also, in the flashback they're wearing winter coats and there's snow also, on the ground. To
0: your same point that you know, do they do they switch differently based on time zones? Well, what about leap years? Right. It's not the same
1: day. Like, there's a lot of time
0: questions. <laughs> like, on a leap year, does it ch- is, it, is it a different time of day for that whole year? Because it's a different time of day in the literal calendar cycle. Or is it, just, is it so arbitrary that it's just the 8 and the 2 and the 5? There's a lot of time like, questions. Like, these are such basic things that they could have gone, right. Oh my God,
1: as we're recording this, it's about to hit 8.25. Oh my God, this is magic. This is like a magic moment. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, Great timing. So... Uh, so Asper see. reveals the grave, of course, and then the lap. The also, la- before we breeze over it, because you mentioned this to
0: me, and I ne- it needs to be said. I know it is it's supposed to be Minneapolis in, in August. There's no way that was filmed in in Minneapolis in August. No, it was filmed, filmed in sure Philadelphia. Filmed in Philadelphia in like November, in November <laughs> <or> December. <laughs> yeah. Like there is, if there isn't snow on the ground, there's not a leaf in a tree, right? And, and the kids are wearing heavy coats. Right. There's no, there is no child alive that would like, wear a heavy coat wearing, in Philadelphia in August. Why like, would no he one. be wearing a leather jacket in August? That's insane. It's not possible. I'm sorry. Like I, I've lived here all my life in Philadelphia areas. I've like, never worn
1: a coat in August. Come
0: on. You wouldn't even wear a coat in August in like. In Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe I'd buy, like, at night or something. Right, but, but this is is the middle, middle of the day. day. <laughs> and it's near the water, so it's going to be a little stuffy. Like, there's no way. Right. There's no way. I mean, I know it's 825, so it's closer to October or September. <laughs> it's still! It's closer still. to September. No. But I'm sorry, like, this... I mean, I know it's been an un- unseasonably hot, like, bunch of months, but, like... This September was very hot, so I don't think. I mean, I I almost partly want to look up. I'm gonna. I'm dropping the notes, the weather forecast for that exact Please day, nineteen eighty-eight. Because do it. if it's not somewhere online, I still do not buy for a second that it was. Please hot. do uh, not hot. I mean, it was. It had to have been hot enough to not wear. Uh, even if they weren't wearing coats, that'd be enough for me, right? I don't buy the trees being that. There's no way in this. You know what? That's the, enough for me, because the, the 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 weather being that hot and the coats. That's stupid enough. But there is no way in in the Northeast, in Philadelphia, well, I guess this would be Minneapolis, but still, even then, I don't buy it, but there's no way to me in the Midwest, in Minneapolis, that it was filmed in, in Philadelphia, too, so right. I know they filmed it later than that. Yeah. But there's no way that the trees would be barren like that. Right. It's just not possible in August. Right. It may be September. Even then, it's probably not till late September or October. Right, I don't. There's, there was not a leaf in the tree, and then there was also leaves all over the ground. With this weather-related
1: rant you're having is like I'm amazing. I'm right sorry, now. I'm curious. I take um, it really seriously. So, like, I just realized that Pasquale this this essentially was a vehicle for Stephen Pasquale. Of course, doesn't even have the last line in the series. No. Cromwell, Cromwell does when he is going to put the chip in, and he says, "Dun dun dun, goodbye, Jason." So he knew. He knew. He was in on it, basically. He was in on it with
0: Ian, because he's wearing those red damn scrubs. You know, he's a bad guy. That's how he was able to talk Ian down to wait until the morning. Because Ian was like, of course. This was the plan all along. Yes, and then they do it. Which a- doesn't, again, does not make any sense that he would pull the scalpel out and say paging Dr. Carmelo, because
1: he's like, fan, he's like, they're BFFs. Well, because he's just remembering. I think the dreams, like, I think, like, the memories is that that's when he finally connected Carmelo with the Carmelo... With the Ma- Carmelo... I know. It's, it's <laughs> easy. It's very tenuous. It's very tenuous. No way. No, no, no. um,
0: I... I, I no offense, but no way. Like, it's very that's tenuous. not possible. Um, yeah, but yeah. So he, so he, he's in on it. He, he um, warns someone as they're doing the, the the brain surgery. We get a gross shot of the inside of his brain where he's like, "Be careful." Let's, we're waiting for the Jason Ian overlay to begin, and it 900% does. nine hundred
1: percent that his brain is smaller than that. <laughs>
0: oh <my laughs> the brain was enormous, right. and and uh, the the left shot is him sticking the thing in the, the chip brain. In. And then... That's it! Like Then hard to black! I cannot, I cannot, like... <laughs> it's literally, like, sticking something in someone's brain. That's the final shot of this entire show. Yeah. And then it fades... Not even it fa- it cuts and the black. It's hard black, yeah. It's not even like it fades away or someone says something. He just says, goodbye, Jason, and then puts that in his head. Like, wow.
1: Wow. So, that's, that's the do show. no harm. That's
0: do no harm. Um, I mean, we went into some of this stuff, but I feel like we should maybe talk about how absolutely terribly received this show really was. Yes, let's talk about it. It was cancelled after two episodes, guys. Yes. Probably even really before the second one. I believe that they-, <laughs> they knew after
1: the first one. I believe- But, I mean, okay, it looks like they aired it on- The first episode aired on January 31st. So that probably was, like, the first- It's the first of the What day of the week was that? The 31st of- It was- It was 2013. Uh, so, like, I feel like that might have been, like, the first night of February sweeps, I want to say. Friday. No, it would have been a Thursday. So yeah, you're they, right, Thursday. Thursday night, ten o'clock. Oh, that's ER. the <laughs> like, the ER like, a the ER slot. the E.R. slot. It's a doctor show. Like when did E.R. go off? I there? don't know
0: how this even got a. I don't know how it's got a pilot. To be totally honest, like
1: the, the pilot premise is, is not bad actually. Like the, the pilot is
0: not the premise alone is not strong enough to be put in that slot, or
1: even picked up. To but be but totally. like what was in that slot before this? <sighs> I wonder. I don't know. I mean, that's something that you can look up for the show notes. But, like, they gave... What I'm saying is that they put it in a slot that had been historically successful. Like, this was... It was must-see TV. Right. This was before Scandal wasn't on then, was it? Like, this... It wasn't going up against, like... Yeah, I think it might have... Well, maybe if it wasn't the
0: first year of Scandal. Let me look this up. Um... I'm wondering now because I think it might have, been but it's right not around. like it's
1: not like they buried it on a Saturday night. They gave it like an actual night of television. They right. gave it an actual, you know, whatever. They they attempted. They attempt. The scandal to... was most certainly on
0: at this point. Okay, but what second night, season? What night did it air? Um, let's see, season two. It it, literally, season two was scandal at this point. And then it would have aired. Yep, it would. It was gonna go. Oh, it went up against scandal. scandal. <laughs> It went up against. Well, I think we know the
1: answer now. It went
0: up against Scandal, and it was season two, episode twelve of Scandal. So you were literally pairing this against probably prime Scandal at this point. This right. It went
1: up against February
0: sweep Scandal in season two. So right. I, I mean, I didn't, I haven't watched Scandal yet. I don't but watch Scandal. Yet. I know that this is definitely like primo Scandal, like All the craziest. Right. So, shit was, I'll give you, I'll throw it out there for people who like Scandal. It was. The truth or consequences in season twelve with the gladiators and suits thing. So that's a crazy like the White House's election is happening. Like this is before all that kind of crazy shit went down on Scandal. So like it's it's crazy to me that they would pair this against Scandal along with whatever else is on that time of day, which is I
1: mean that, that... probably up against some sort of CSI. Yes. right. I would buy okay, that. So maybe it wasn't set up for success, but it definitely wasn't set up for complete failure. Like Thursdays at ten. <laughs> Thursdays 10 is still, like, way
0: too... Like, there's no way that this compares to Scandal in any extent. No. I mean, even the cast isn't Scandal. So, like, three... Mi- no, I love... Like, I, I know. I like them, but no way. Three million people watched the premiere. I'm, oh, I forgot to look when we looked at Scandal. We can see how many people watched that How many that people scandal? watched that episode of Scandal? Uh, 8.09. <laughs> okay, so... And so this episode, to give you an example of how desper- like, desperate that was, this had 1.54. Right. That's, like, an eighth of, of what they, they had so they, on Scandal. Right. So they aired the And that first was on even the end of the Scandal. Like, Scandal's finale was 9.12. Right. This was just, like, the mid-season. They
1: aired the first episode, mm-hmm. and then they let it air the second week- and then they promptly pulled it off the air.
0: I think they knew after the first because it it was notoriously poorly received. That's like one of its only most notable claims right. to fame. I mean, is read, that, go ahead and read. Yeah, it. I'll read it right off the Wikipedia, guys, so you understand what we're at. It was it got a thirty out of ten of 10, uh, thirty out of a hundred on Metacritic. It had the lowest-rated in-season scripted premiere ever on the four major broadcast networks. So that's tough of any show to have to have that kind of onus from the get-go. They probably had the lowest-rated drama debut in modern history. Right, is how they literally phrase it. Modern, modern history gets dropped in that in reaction, and it it I think this is where NBC was really trying to shuffle around and find new things to to make up because everything is gone at this point. This is right after the Office ends, I think. Right. So there's a lot of stuff. Thirty Rock might have ended this season or is about to end. Right. So they're really desperate for some kind of a fill in, and they. Literally from the get go, like the uh, the season premiere had three point one two million viewers. I mean, nowadays that's not even that bad. That that that's good then, but like it it's a it's a real dark premiere for it to be supposed to be like ref- filling in ER. ER when ER left, I don't even know what ER had when it left, but I'm guaranteeing it was way more than this. It was yeah. probably. I mean, I wouldn't say it's gonna be the same because ER was on during like a time when there was a lot more. Um, you know, it, it had a, a higher caliber of what was on TV. Like, right. there was more people watching network right. TV at the time. But ER when ear went, went off the air, 10 it went viewers. off the air with 10 million viewers. I mean, it was definitely four years before, so it certainly helped that it was more, you know, but again, it was, it, it was more in the hive mind of, like, let's watch network must-see TV. And NBC right. was also, at that point, TV. still had must-see TV, even though it was different than what was, well, in Friends, but it was still something. Right. But, like, to, to go off the air with 10 million viewers and then premiere this show with 3 million is insane. And I don't know what they were hoping for, but this never achieved it. It was not the show they thought it was, no. I don't think. They thought it was going to be some kind of a medical drama. And really, it's closer to, like, a Grimm.
1: Right, and I think maybe, like, what you were Even saying... Even though it's not grim, it's, if like, If they had, had embraced premise. more of a supernatural aspect of it... It would have been the Grimm. Maybe, yeah. That's the thing with Grimm. Maybe. I don't like Grimm,
0: but I think... Grim actually is a relatively well-performing show because it does embrace that. So yeah. you're gonna get people who watch it for the procedural element, and that's fine. But you're also gonna get people who watch it for the supernatural element. Right. And so they it never works really, out. They never
1: leaned in on a no. supernatural element, not even for so. a, a
0: second on this. In fact, they actually go out of their way to explain how it's not supernatural. Right. They were brothers. There was no right. weird like mystical. Right. It's just yeah, uh, yeah. I had a brother who died. I took his personality over because I was traumatized by it. End of conversation. But he killed his brother. Right.
1: So, I mean, he assumed his identity, essentially, but, like... So, I mean, let's talk about positives that came out of this show. Because there are a few. There are... Yeah, there are a few. The the positives were that um, everyone got paid. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Always a a good thing. Everyone got paid. Uh, Philadelphia... You know, got used. I I would call that a positive, even though it wasn't used very well. It wasn't but- <laughs> used exceptionally well, but they did use Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Uh Lynn Manuel Miranda got a, a got nice chunk of money and had got the hangout in Philadelphia free time to write Hamilton. Hamilton.
0: Again, I we should not stress it more uh Lynn Manuel Miranda was on the show. Like, right. on like the show like future, a regular future
1: e got Lynn Manuel Miranda. Yeah future macarthur
0: genius grant not right. like receptive he's going like, to win the pulitzer this like, year that's like that's crazy that he was just like a character like a random character on right. the show not even like a lead or anything i
1: think he i don't even think he was like a series regular i think he was like recurring. recurring yeah um so he had plenty of time to write hamilton yes that's good um due to this show not doing very well stephen pasquale was able to do the bridges of madison county which, as you know, is very near and dear to my heart, mm-hmm. um, and that would not have happened if he was still filming a TV show. So thank God, in God this didn't end.
0: If this had been really good, I mean, I would, mean, have, I would have a
1: lot more money. <laughs> <Right now. laughs> not having seen that, <laughs> not having seen *Bridges of Madison County* eight times, but um, so there are a few positives. That's kind of it, though. <laughs> Sam Levine still gets work. Yeah, Sam Levine.
0: I, this show was most notable, I mean, again, I'm gonna link the the picture, I remember when he, first of all, when Douglas movies came to Philadelphia a lot, he would be on the show because he was here filming, because it was all filmed in Philadelphia, Mm -hmm. which is always nice, it's not just set here, but, um, it was constantly, like, he was constantly berated for being on the show from the beginning, just because the the pilot, like, uh, marketing was all the face on the hands, and it's just... Whoever okayed that, like that in its own, I bet you, a well-known joke about the premise of the show and the, and the marketing is that it was Doctor hands because it's nice. just such a so stupid, like it's it's an example of very poor marketing. Yeah. I bet it's for a lot of people, and it because it was it was poor, poor marketing. Well, it made I it, think it look that terrible. Really
1: says everything you need to know about NBC. Yeah,
0: um, yeah, but so yeah, it was it was a disaster essentially, guys. Yeah, so but uh, I mean, yeah, that's.
1: And the bad things are the show. So we didn't like. get into
0: he, we didn't get into his family, but he did have a, a child and a wife that were also regulars that weren't in this episode. Right. He uh, had a
1: buddy at Dissociative Identity Personality Disorder. Support group support
0: group. Who was John Carroll I
1: think he killed that guy. <laughs> of course he I did. I think he did. He killed most people. Journey I mean. Smollett from Friday Night Lights played also Felicia Rassades. Felicia Rashad's daughter Who is name checked In this episode But not in it Right She's not she's in there. She They mentioned her But she's not in it Right
0: And there's been a ton Of other random people I'm sure Throughout the, yeah, uh, the season Yeah I mean but. I
1: would say You know Filming in Philadelphia And being so close to New York They had the access To that kind of actor base Mhm. Um And honestly, this,
0: I mean, this episode had four writers. It had the two, two wrote the story, two wrote the teleplay, which is
1: insane to me. This is, like, a total, like, happy birthday moment, where you're like, it took two people to write
0: that song? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Wait, what? (laughs) Shout out to Dan Rydell. That's not my joke. Um... (laughs) (laughs) But
0: yeah, so, and then also, when we say it was canceled after the second episode, they did, had already, they had made the mistake of, like, oh yeah, we fucking nailed this show. Let's film, like, 13 episodes right from the beginning. Right.
1: Well, it was a mid-season replacement, so they had probably wrapped. Right. They had probably wrapped. But it's still, like, to, to, to film that all so far in advance is, I mean, I know
0: that's how most TV is done. Right. It's just obviously such a mistake here, though, because they literally aired one episode, knew it was a bomb, gave it another shot with one other episode, canceled it immediately, right. and then we're stuck with 11 episodes. Right,
1: and they burned them off in the summer. And
0: so this, this premiere, like we said, on the 31st of January, the next episode was the next week, and then they waited until June 29th. In the summer, night. A Saturday night at probably 10 o'clock again, right before right. Saturday Night Live. Right. And they aired them during the summer. And, like, it went up until, like, September. August. Into September. Like, that's crazy to me that they would not at least end it on the 25th or something. Like, do something. Like, yeah. air all of it on, on the 25th. 25. Exactly. Oh <laughs> what a
1: missed opportunity that
0: is. But, yeah, so that's, that's do no harm. Yeah. But, I mean... I certainly found it absolutely delightfully stupid. It's like, very cracky. Yeah, like if you if you're looking for a show that you can watch and just make fun of, like popcorn, make fun of. This, this is a is good pretty show good. for that. I wouldn't necessarily recommend watching the entire show. That's brave of you to done. Have done. That. But um, if you if you want to watch something that you want to make fun of, the finale is a great way to start because yeah. you don't need to have any information to and find they, it crazy. And like, they
1: recap the whole show basically.
0: And when we're making fun of the things that they're doing, I'm, we're making fun of it because it's just. It's poorly done. It's it's really poorly shot and acted of really good people. So it's just, it's more, to me, it's more fascinating in the fact that, like, I, I find it really funny when things are just bad. Yeah. I don't, I don't let to be mean and just be like, you know, this sucks, this sucks, but it's more just like a disaster. It's like watching it's a train It's like when
1: bad shows happen to good people. Exactly.
0: And I think the actors knew that probably even at the time. Yeah. Because I know at least of, I'm not 100% sure, but it seemed like, most of the time when people were making fun of the people for being on it while they were on it, they kind of were like, what are you going to do? It's a paycheck. they are still getting paid. Exactly. <laughs> so they did their job. Right. They did okay. And they've gone on to make amazing things since. So it's right. not like they're not capable of exactly. doing that. Exactly. So anyway, so so that's
1: uh, <laughs> do no harm. That's do no harm. <laughs> um, let's move on to plug. So what's okay. up with you, Kel? What's up with me? I mean, I would plug Hamilton, but I'm sure everyone is plugging Hamilton. Yes. But, um... <laughs> What am I at? Steven Pasquale speaking of Stephen Pasquale, mm-hmm. is going to be doing The Robber Bridegroom, which is nice. a revival in New York City this spring. Um, and you should check it out. It's got a great score. He's going to be playing the lead, Jamie Lockhart, who nice. is a robber with a heart of gold.
0: And if you don't know who, obviously, I, I mean, maybe you don't know Lin-Manuel Miranda either, or maybe you don't know Stephen Pasquale right. much these are very accomplished theater actors right. so you're giving a good recommendation for a future show definitely look at what they've done online before
1: yeah, and since yeah absolutely like clips of Pasquale Bridges Bridges of he's Madison amazing County. actor so yeah. he is very capable and he's had no formal vocal training so it'll make you want to set yourself on fire of course um, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much all I've got as far as plugs go oh my twitter you can find me at closer to fine um, with a number two in the middle in the middle and I mostly tweet about television. And, and Broadway. Broadway. <laughs> and occasionally I get really angry at sports. Mm-hmm. As, so. you want, as
0: everyone is watching <laughs> yeah. Being from so, Philadelphia and right.
1: All. all. Right. All uh, right. Awesome. And then,
0: as always, I'm at Marie on Twitter. Um, the, this week, and uh, pretty much every week this season, I've been recapping um, iZombie. Um, you should also watch Supergirl, which is great. And then uh, Vampire Diaries, which is Not so great. Uh, (laughs) With friend of the show, Lisa Easton. So uh, watch all that stuff and read all our recaps. They're on the Inn. so check those out. You can find them on my Twitter um, or elsewhere uh, at thetelevixin.com. And then uh, the next episode of this show is going to be Growing Pains, Season 6, Episode 21, Meet the Seavers. Which, if you don't remember, is the one where they they break the fourth wall and then uh, Ben meets the entire cast of Growing Pains, like literally Kirk Cameron and Alan Thicke and everybody, so uh, stay tuned for that, it's going to be delightful Um, that's next week for this show and then you can find us on Twitter at the Televoid. you can rate, subscribe, review us on iTunes and you can email us um, at thetelevoid at gmail.com and then in the meantime, thanks for wandering into the Televoid, we'll see you next week, bye-bye bye